the most wonderful time of the year. What are we doing, Brad? It is bowl season, baby. I'm so ready for this. Every single bowl game, every pick, every spread. Here we go. Let's win some money. Booyah. All right. So it is bowl mania, Brad. We're going to do something a little different this year. I, I I like when you came to me with this idea. You're like, you know, you, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do every single every bowl single game. single game. Let's, let's look over every spread. Guys, so this is going to be a high level covering. We're not going to dig too deep, but right. listen, as the games get closer, we will do a more in-depth analysis and do not be weary cuz our we're going to try to keep our mindset and our brains as on point throughout this entire bowl season. So if I pick a team, I will try my absolute hardest when I do my analysis later on to stay with that team unless the line has crazy movement or a player gets hurt. I am so excited for this Miles and I'm so glad you're excited. And that's all I was going to say is that Keep in mind, the, the, the lines are going to move. Yes. So this is a great reference point, great little preview. Yes. Uh, but then watch those lines and have fun betting with And those. definitely watch the players who might be coming out due to injury. All right, let's kick it off. Yes. Uh, how about we do, I'll announce one, and then you announce one. We'll cool. just go back and forth. It'll be fun. All right, let's go ahead and start with a game that premiered, uh, it was five years ago, the, the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta, which I thought was really interesting that they that they finally set up a bowl game for Division Two. Yes. So this is pretty cool. We got Alcorn State and North Carolina A&T. A&T, seven and a half point favorites. Brad, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, North Carolina A&T um, just because from what I read, they are the absolute much better team on paper. Seven and a half points is a lot, but I think when you are talking about teams of this caliber, the better team normally runs away with it. And A&T from the MEAC, they have owned this game, but I'm going to go with Alcorn State plus seven and a half. And not only that, I'm going to call an Alcorn State upset and the SWAC ties up the series 2-2. I like it. Miles, the next game we got is the New Mexico Bowl. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, we have North Texas versus Utah State. Utah State giving nine points. Who yet? This is a big line for a head coach in Matt Wells that just left for Texas Tech yes. for Utah State. Minus nine with their head coach out of here. North Texas has the top scoring offense in Conference USA. I think it's going to be a shootout, high scoring game. Actually, one I'm really excited to watch. But I'm going with the points. I'm taking North Texas. We're on the nine. same side. Utah State stumbled into the season, not covering even against Colorado State, which should have been a blowout. I'm going North Texas plus nine. Next, we have one of many bowls here in the beautiful state of Florida. The Cure Bowl at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Tulane minus three and a half versus Louisiana Lafayette. Miles, I'm going Tulane minus three and a half. I was surprised the line was minus three and a half. And when I saw that the betting public is on uh, UNL Lafayette, surprised because I think... Tulane found their quarterback, so I'm going three and a half. And I think they're only on them because uh, that they just uh, showed up in the Sun Belt title game. Yeah. Both teams finished the year strong, winning four of their last five. But Tulane's the stronger team, minus three and a half. Also, side note for Tulane and their conference, I think uh, the American Athletic Conference is going to show up in bowl games this year. I do too. So that will be reflected. This is their this picks. is their proving point. Yeah. What we got next? Next, we got the Las Vegas Bowl in Las Vegas, Nevada. We have Arizona State. Versus uh, number 21, Fresno State. Fresno State is giving four and a half points. I hate pick, picking this many favorites, but I do think Fresno State is the better team, and Arizona State is without um, Neil Harry, so that's a big loss for them. Fresno State will continue to dominate with their defense here. Yes. Uh, they've allowed 17 points or fewer in nine games this season, and I remember last year, I, I believe it was Oregon-Boise State in this game, and we were all over Oregon, yeah. and they didn't show up. Yep. Now, you can better believe that Herm Edwards is going to have his boys ready to play, but I'm taking Fresno State minus four and a half. Absolutely. What do we got next? All right, next, the Cabellia Bowl at Crampton Bowl in beautiful Montgomery, Alabama. Eastern Michigan, Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern favored by a point. 
Brad, I'm going with Georgia Southern's option attack. I think they rolled with three score victory. I did too. Point. I just think I went. I had to go and research this when I was covering this in um a, some article or something. I was like, I don't know much about Georgia Southern, so I went back and watched some tape. They are a good team. I've watched a little Eastern Michigan, but I like this Georgia Southern team. Agreed. So next we have the New Orleans Bowl at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. Middle Tennessee versus Appalachian State. Appalachian State giving seven points. My Everything told me to go App State in this game, but I'm going to go Middle Tennessee plus seven. I really thought we were going to disagree here, Brad, but I love these kind of bowl matchups where you have the Sun Belt champions yes. versus the Conference USA runner-up. See how they stack up. But give me the plus seven with Mid-10 State. Yes. Speaking of another head coach, Scott Satterfield, that just left for Louisville. I really do take that into account when I'm betting these bowl games. Uh, absolutely. Who's going to show up? I think Mid-10 State has a lot more to play for. They don't get to play in a lot of bowl games. Uh, quarterback Brent Stocksill is playing pretty solid, so I'll take the points. What do we got next, Miles? All right, the Boca Raton Bowl at FAU Stadium. Northern Illinois, the MAC champions. Yes, surprise, God. Versus UAB, the Conference USA champions. How about this? Love it. Champ versus champ bowl game. UAB, one and a half point favorites, but I'm riding the UAB train minus one and a half. See, I would ride the UAB train because I think that they are the, I don't think, I know, they are the better team offensively. But I really do think they're so one-dimensional, and Northern Illinois has such a good defense. Great defense. And they proved against Buffalo that they can score points. Their quarterback just needs to get the ball out quicker and make smarter decisions. But I'm going Northern Illinois to win this game. Next, we have the Frisco Bowl at Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. We have Ohio minus three versus San Diego State. What do you got? Well, I, I wanted to take the Aztecs originally, but San Diego State finished the season 1-4, and four, and Ohio is throwing down points uh, in the MAC. I think they're going to air it out, win it by two scores, so I'll go with Ohio minus three. Okay, I'm so glad you said that because I think Ohio is so much better offensively and probably all around, especially the throttling they put on Buffalo. I think it was like, God, like 13-56 to 56 or yeah. something. It was insane. Next, we have the Gasparilla Bowl in Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. How about USF with a little home game here? Uh, but they are the underdog, plus two and a half. How about USF originally opening as the favorite? All the money went to the Marshall Thundering Herd. Guys, I, you know, the betting saying is when the, when the public is on, do the opposite. And I think the only reason I would not bet South Florida in here is if Blake Barnett is still a no-go. If Blake Barnett is suiting up, I'm going to take South Florida in the points. Oh, 100%. If Blake Barnett's the quarterback, this is already over. USF has lost five straight games. They're not going to lose at home. I actually think they're going to be up to play this game. And yeah. Once again, I'm they have a lot to prove. You cannot end the yeah. season like that. And it's not just them. It's the conference. Watch for the American Conference to show up here. All right, what do we got next? Next, we got the Bahamas Bowl. This is a free trip to Nassau, Bahamas. We yeah, got. How about that? Oh, uh, sorry to cut you off here. Yeah. Can, can you just imagine the kids that have to go to Detroit? Yeah. Or, or go play at, in Montgomery, Alabama, but yes. these guys get to go to Nassau? Nassau. We got Nassau. We got Hawaii. Those are like the destination bowl games. Miles, we got Florida International versus Toledo. Toledo minus five and a half. This was the toughest game for me to think about because there were games where Toledo looked like Toledo of a couple years ago where they're really good and they look like Toledo like couldn't find their way but I'm gonna go ahead and take the points here and I'm gonna lay the points excuse me with Toledo minus five and a half I think Toledo is a boom or bust but they've scored 45 uh, or more points seven times this year so I'll go with the boom minus five and a half yes next we have the famous Idaho potato bowl in Boise BYU minus 12 the largest bowl spread that we have here playing against Western Michigan. Miles, okay, so one thing about BYU, they are absolutely the better team. Western Michigan has not looked the same since, they, since they've since they lost Josh Allen, but the problem with BYU is they are so defense defensive-minded is that 
they will not score a lot of points. I can see this being like a six-point victory for BYU. Don't be surprised if Western Michigan only scores like 10 points and it might be 13 to 10 because that defense for BYU is great, but that offense cannot keep up. And the spread is there for a reason. BYU is the much better team, but in a bowl setting on a neutral field, the, I, I, I'm not going to take 12 points with BYU's offense. No, not a chance. So I'm going Western Michigan plus 12. And like you said, Miles, we have the Birmingham Bowl and another Birmingham game at Legion Field in Birmingham, Alabama. We got Wake Forest versus, Mich- versus Memphis. Memphis is a five-point favorite. I'm going with Brady White and the Memphis Tigers because the everything that happened in the last game was not indicative of that team. That was UCF playing with heart, playing for Mackenzie Milton. It was not <coughs> their fault. Here's the American Conference again. Uh, Daryl Henderson going to run all over that Wake Forest Dude, defense. Dude, all over it. Memphis minus five. I mean, we have these situations where these strong American teams are playing very mediocre teams from the Power yeah. Five. This is their opportunity to show what they show what it's they got. It's kind of funny, Miles, to have a running back who averages more yards than a first down. And and, and he he was a force in that UCF game. Uh, next, we have the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, Texas. Houston and Army minus three. All right, Brad, I will tell you that this is, I think this is the only game I'm betting against the American Conference because this Army team has impressed me all year. Hashtag military money. I think Army's going to give the Houston defense fits and they cover the three-point spread. Yeah, so Army has the better team. Um, Houston might have the better defense. I'm going with Army here. I think they they win by double digits. The problem is without Ed Oliver, Ed, okay, Ed Oliver's not the only problem on that defensive line. I don't know if their entire starting defensive line is going to start this game because they've been plagued by the injury bug. But also, their starting quarterbacks hurt. There's just so many pieces here for Houston that's hurt. And when you have a, a triple option team against a banged up defense, typically the triple option team just wears them down. I got Army here covering easily. Great analysis. I like it. What do we got next? Next, we got the Dollar General Bowl. Another Mobile, Alabama game. We got Tro- uh, we got Buffalo laying two and a half points versus Troy. Miles, who you got? So... I really want to take Troy because they're a very strong team in bowl games. Yeah. But I'm going with Buffalo to bounce back after that MAC championship game loss. A lot to prove. Minus two and a half. I got Buffalo winning by three. Buffalo has a great rushing attack with probably, he's not probably, he is the biggest starting quarterback in college football in Tyree Jackson. He has a cannon. He slings the ball. In last game, I think they learned their lesson of not getting comfortable. If they're up big early, they're going to keep pounding on the points. Keep the pedal to the metal. Uh, we're going to go out to Honolulu, Hawaii for the Hawaii Bowl here. Louisiana Tech. And how about the Warriors of Hawaii? They get a home game. Minus one and a half. Miles, I'm going with the Rainbow Warriors here with the home game. All they got to do is win. I, I, I've i been fooled. I've been shambled. I've been shackled by Colt McDonald. And I'm going to run him because, excuse me, Cole McDonald. Yeah. I'm trying to call him Colt Brennan. But right. I've been shackled by him. And now I'm, I'm trapped. I'm going to ride him until the end of the game. Here's the thing. I just don't think it's smart betting to bet against a home team in a bowl game. No way. So USF, especially and you got to travel. You know, they're traveling them. from the East Coast all the way over to Hawaii, and it's right. not an easy travel. So, and they're not used to being in Honolulu. You know, they're yeah. gonna be doing a little they're maxing, gonna, relaxing. Yeah, be a little party, a little beach action. Uh, Miles, we got here the first responder bowl. Thank you for all the first responders at yes, uh, Cotton Bowl. Great bowl name, by the way. Yes, I love this. Absolutely great. In Dallas, Texas, we have Boston College. And it's in a great stadium and a great town. Dude, lucky. This is, this is, this is cool. exciting. Boston College versus number 25, Boise State. Boise State, the three-point favorite. Miles, who you got? So I initially took Boise State minus three, but I'm going to go with the well-rested Boston College running attack and their strong defense. Because I think this is actually going to be a very similar game to what we just saw in the Mountain West title game. So, I, so I, I'm i going to give the Boston College plus three. I'm going to go with uh, Boise State minus three here because I think they're going to win the game. And that's solely off their great uh, 
run-stopping ability. They're a great run-stopping team. And I think that Boston College is just too one-dimensional. A.J. Dillon's a stud. Um, has he confirmed if he's going to play? Uh, he has not confirmed. Um, I, I so, guys, does. that is one thing that I will tell you to watch out for because if A.J. Dillon doesn't play, the I line think will the, move. Team, the line will move quick, but literally jump on it fast. Uh, what do we got next? The Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit, Michigan. We have the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Georgia Tech Jackets, minus four. Paul Johnson's the last game at Georgia Tech. The last time we'll see the triple option attack there. Who do you got? Miles, I'm going with Georgia Tech. They're just an all-around better team than Minnesota. And all season long, besides games at like Clemson and stuff, Georgia Tech has showed, and in, in, uh, in Georgia, they've showed us that they're a, a dominant team this year. Going with the Big Ten, Minnesota plus four. This I think Homer. the Golden Gophers keep it close. Coming off a big win against Wisconsin to close the season out. Keep it close, plus four. Miles, we got the Cheez-It Bowl. Are you hungry for a snack? Yep. <laughs> At Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, we got TCU versus Carolina. It's a pick em. I've gone back and forth, back and forth. In the, I can't remember the last game from California off the top of my head, but I sure as hell remember that TCU game that cost me money because I bet against TCU, so I'm going to pick TCU. And that quarterback they had uh, play the game over their starter looked pretty good, so... Two middle-of-the-road Power 5 teams in the Cheez-It Bowl. I'm not picking teams. I'm going with the coach. I'm taking Gary Patterson. Nice. TCU. Great choice, TCU. I And I, to be honest out there, betting fans, I'm probably not going to touch this game. This might be the one game I don't touch. I, I'll find an over and under. I'm probably going to smash the under in this game. All right. Here was the easiest pick for me. We have the Independence Bowl. Duke and Temple. Temple, three-point favorites. I'm going Temple all the way. I just think they're the much better team. They finished the season stronger. Duke got blown out. A couple times to end the season. Not sure they're going to be ready to play in this one. I think Jones is going to be looking ahead to the draft. Um, so I'm definitely not going Duke. I think Temple is a better team. And Duke has shown their vulnerability of letting up a lot of points and not being able to keep up. Temple will score 45 points in this game. Guaranteed. Next, we have the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium in Bronx, New York. How sick. We have Miami Hurricanes minus four versus Wisconsin. Both of these teams were supposed to be top 10 teams to finish the season and look at them now playing in the pinstripe bowl miles i'm gonna take the four points with wisconsin all right uh i'll take the four points with wisconsin as well in a battle of very disappointing teams miami struggles in the cold yes it snow for this one this will be wisconsin great if it snows four. uh what do we got next all right the texas bowl at nrg stadium in houston vanderbilt minus four how about vandy here in the sec nice and uh, Baylor, a team that I gave no chance to make a bowl game, but here they are. It's because they have a great head coach in Matt Rule. He's yes, got that program running in the right direction. But as of right now, I think Vanderbilt is the stronger team, so I'm going minus four. Big game for Vandy quarterback Kyle Shermer in a blowout victory. Uh, yes, I have Vandy as well covering in a blowout. <laughs> Baylor's going to have to score a lot of points against Vandy because their defense is porous. Um, good call right there. Music City Bowl at the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. We got Auburn, Boo Eagle. Minus four versus Purdue. How awesome is it for you as a Bama fan to see Auburn playing in the Music City Bowl? <laughs> it's pretty cool, Miles. Listen, I think Auburn will show like they I think they were their fans will be there. I think even people in Tennessee will be happy to root on Auburn. I think Auburn will win this game and shut down Purdue. I am taking the four points with Auburn. I love it. Listen, man. I'm thinking the opposite. I think Auburn's got nothing to play for. I think Gus Malzahn's on the hot seat. Purdue energized. Jeff Brom declined the offer to go back and coach Louisville, which is his hometown, his alma mater. He's staying with Purdue. I think they're going to fight for him. Purdue plus four. 
I like it. And I'll look for Rondell Moore to have a breakout game in this one. Nice. I'm glad we disagree on that one. That'll be fun that we could uh, watch together. So what do we got next? All right. A game that we are going to be uh, hounding our phones at to get a cheap ticket to right before kickoff. Yep. The Camping World Bowl here in Orlando, Florida. The 20th ranked Syracuse and 16th ranked West Virginia. West Virginia minus seven. This is probably one of the top three games that I'm excited for. We get to watch Dungey versus Greer, two high off high profile offenses. And what's better is West Virginia doesn't have a good defense, so they won't get, so Syracuse won't get shut down as much as they did versus Clemson and Notre Dame. I, I mean, against Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh, they didn't get shut down by Clemson. They got shut down by Notre Dame. Notre Dame yeah. Um, so I'm going West Virginia minus seven. Real Greer all the way. I've been betting on Will Greer in West Virginia all season. He hasn't so disappointed. Why would I stop yeah, now? West Virginia minus seven. The next game, the Alamo Bowl in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. We got number 24, Iowa State versus number 13, Washington State. Another top three game. Okay, when I say top three games, I'm, I'm excluding the college football playoff because, yeah, duh. Sure. So another top three game that I'm excited for. I have Washington State covering here, minus three and a half, but I would not be surprised if Montgomery led Iowa State to a victory. This is an important game for the Pac-12. I've got Washington State minus three and a half. They need Minshew to come out here yes. and sling it for 400 yards. Story of the year, Garner Minshew was supposed, was set to be a backup quarterback at Alabama. He last second decided not to transfer to Alabama, but to transfer and play for Leach. And he's going to the NFL draft and might be as high as a first or second round draft. Pick. And this is a big chance for him to showcase his abilities. That's why we love these bowl games. Yes. All right, let's go out west to Tucson, Arizona for the Arizona Bowl. Arkansas State, one point favorite versus Nevada. I got Arkansas State minus one because I just think they're the better team. They have had a fair shake and had to play some very difficult teams at the start of the season. Um, I just think they're a better team. Coin flip. I'll take Nevada plus one. Nice. Uh, so, Peach Bowl at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. We got number 10, Florida. Number 7, Michigan. Minus 7.5. I... I appeared on a podcast earlier in the week, and I don't even know who I took in this game. I had to do some serious thinking because I don't know which team is going to show up. But I'm just going to take the seven and a half points. We have two evenly matched teams here, two good defenses, two okay quarterbacks. Um, I know Karan Higdon will fare well, and I know Scarlett will fare well, but they're going against some serious D lines, and I get that extra half point. Yeah, I'm taking Florida seven and a half. Here's the thing I think the committee messed up, and I'm really upset about this now that we're into the New Year's six games. I think Michigan should be playing Georgia. I think that's a much better matchup, yes. and I think Florida should be playing Texas. Yes. I feel like I've seen Michigan and Florida too many, too many times, times in bowl games and regular season Last matchups. time they played a bowl game was in Orlando, Florida, and Michigan beat the brakes off them, if I don't, if I don't remember correctly. They did. I, I was there. Wait, what am I talking about? <laughs> I was there sitting lower bowl. <laughs> I will say I think Florida plus 7.5 is a solid bet because it will be a defensive game. But I don't think Florida has any offensive firepower to go against this. Michigan defense yes. just got embarrassed by Ohio State. I think Michigan is actually going to come out fired up. I'm going to have them covering the seven and a half point spread. Nice. Okay. What do we got next? All right. The Belk Bowl, South Carolina minus four versus Virginia, who started off as a pretty strong contenders in the ACC, but really fell apart. I'm going to go South Carolina minus four. And if I could just take a minute here, I've been talking about conferences. I think the ACC is going to prove to be a fraud. Uh, so I'm, I think that, that that continues here. South Carolina has a lot of offensive firepower. Miles, so um, I'm changing my bet that I've originally written down because I, I did another sheet earlier. And in my sheet earlier, I had South Carolina covering. So I don't want to go against myself twice. Um, I don't want to go against myself. I do think this is a matter of if Bentley shows up. But Virginia has been exposed. And by the way, this is such a Southern Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina, because I normally only see Belks in like Southern, not Southern, but like, you know, that middle Southern area right there. It's kind of funny. So next we got the Orange Bowl at Hard Rock Stadium. Oh, 
get the Orange Bowl. I'm going to be there. We got number four, Oklahoma, versus number one, Alabama. SEC Championship Crimson Tide. Alabama is laying 14 and a half points versus a high pro offense. I hate to do it again. Back-to-back weeks. I'm going with Oklahoma covering. I can't wait to dig into this game when the time comes. Yes. The line will be different. But as of right now, at 14 and a half, how could you not? Kyler Murray's about to win the Heisman. How are yeah. you going to bet against Kyler Murray when he's got 14 and a half points? I'm taking Oklahoma. And over on the other side of the college football playoff, we got the Cotton Bowl in Jerry World. Notre Dame, Clemson. Clemson, 11 and a half point favorites. Versus Notre Dame. I am going Clemson 11.5. I just think they are so much better than Notre Dame. And honestly, I don't know if it's listening to all these guys on the radio or just having to be in Orlando, but I cannot stop hearing the voices in my head that Notre Dame is not that good. Wimbush, when he came, not Wimbush, Ian Book, when he came out, I thought he was the next coming of God. He has proved that he is human, and I think that D-line will give them fits. Next, we got the. Oh, did you say your game? Well, I've I I just paused for a second because I, <laughs> I I've, I've literally gone back and forth on this, and I and I can't wait to get into it. But you know what? Right now, I'm gonna go with Notre Dame plus eleven and a half because I don't believe that the lines should be so ridiculous for the four best teams in America. And I believe that if Georgia was in the playoff, that these lines would be so much different. Yeah. Like if Georgia was playing Alabama, I feel like Bama would only be like a six and a half, seven point yeah. favorite. And that goes back to the the debate of most deserving and better. Yeah. But we do have the most deserving teams here in the playoff right now. And I'm telling you right now, Notre Dame is listening to all these cries that they don't belong, they don't belong, they don't belong. They've shown me enough to believe that they can cover 11 and a half points. So I'm taking Notre Dame. That was my long answer. Next, we got the Military Bowl from Annapolis, Maryland. Virginia Tech, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, five and a half point favorites here. I'm rolling Cincinnati. Virginia Tech's trash. They're lucky to be in a bowl game. Cincinnati's good. Another great American team. Yes. Playing against a mediocre Power 5 team. Cincinnati minus 5.5 all the way. Yes, and once the American wins all these games, you guys better plug your ears because UCF fans will be chirping. All over it. Oh, my God. Next, we got the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas with Pittsburgh versus Stanford. Stanford is a a 6.5-point favorite. Just be ready um, for the most... Rush heavy game in all the bowls. This is, I mean, this is might as well just be an army game because they're running the ball so much. But I'm going Stanford minus six and a half. I'm also going to take Stanford here minus six and a half. The Pittsburgh offense is just it, it worries me right now. They don't Stanford. travel well either, so that yeah. that kind of sucks, right? And Stanford actually finished the season really strong. So after a very slow start, what do we got next? Next we got the San Francisco Bowl, Michigan State in Oregon. Justin Herbert leading Oregon here, a great chance for him to showcase his abilities. Oregon favored by two and a half points. Brad, I'm going with Michigan State plus two and a half because I think that defense is going to give Herbert fits. You know, I was uh, I thought oh, Oregon was going to win this game by like 25 points when I first saw it because I was like, Herbert's leaving. And then Herbert was like, I'm staying. What the hell? You're staying? I still have Oregon winning no this way. game. I just don't think Michigan State will keep up offensively. So I have Oregon winning and covering. Next, we got the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, Tennessee. We got number 23, Missouri, minus seven and a half versus number <clears throat> unranked Oklahoma State I don't know call me crazy but I'm going Oklahoma State plus seven and a half I think that um, Cornelius will do enough to keep up uh, prepare for a game that might be as high as 65 68 points Brad Oklahoma State has played up to their tough opponents all season yeah why would it be any different here in the bowl game absolutely you're getting seven and a half I'll take the Cowboys all right next we got the holiday bowl we have the Big Ten runner-ups Northwestern and the Pac-12 runner-ups in Utah Utah favored by six and a half points Miles, I want to see if you're going to be a homer in this one because 
there's no way I'm picking Northwestern. I'm picking Utah minus six and a half. And I don't care their quarterbacks hurt. I don't care their running backs banged up. I think Utah's defense will do enough to keep them in this game. Utah just put up three points. You don't think that Northwestern can at least keep this competitive? To a Utah put up game? three points. In, in, in a game where they were outmatched versus the Pac-12 champion, look at the games before that. Utah has oh, fared well. Powerful three-loss Washington Huskies. Oh, here we go. And Northwestern's really good. Yeah, uh, led by Clayton Thorson and uh, freshman Isaiah Bowser. They, they showed me enough in that Big Ten championship game to, to know that they're at least going to give Utah a game. Six and a half points. I'll take Northwestern. Cool. I'm, I'm glad we're, we're disagreeing here. <laughs> Next, we got the Gator Bowl in good old Jacksonville, Florida, just down the road from us. We got North Carolina State versus number 19, Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a six and a half point favorite. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this line has moved from six and a half to four and a half. It scares the crap out of me, but I'm going North Carolina State because I think Ryan Finley showcases that arm in his last collegiate game. I think they have a chance to win this game. My original pick is A&M. I think that they're just in a better position here with their program. I think they're headed in the right direction with Jimbo Fisher. I think this is a, kind of a first statement for him, so I'll go with the Aggies to cover. Next, we got uh, one in Tampa, the Outback Bowl at Raymond James Stadium. Iowa versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State, six-point favorites. All right, Brad, this is going to be a very defensive-minded football game, and Iowa's defense will keep them in this game. I'm taking Iowa plus six. <laughs> Miles, listen, you better not pick Penn State and Ohio State or you would have picked every single Big Ten team. It's almost like I did that on purpose. Oh, my God. Miles, I'm going with – I got two words for oh, you. Hold on. What was the Big Ten's ball record last year? They did really well. Really Eight well. One. Yes. This is a down year for the Big Ten. Listen, I got two words for you. Montez Sweat is a stud. I think that he will give Stanley fits all game. This is a Mississippi State team that almost shut out Bama in the second half. I'm going Mississippi State minus six. Listen, listen, listen. When you can win your rivalry game by such a large margin like they did in the Egg Bowl, that really shows me that you're a good team. I don't care how down Ole Miss was. I just see a good team, you know? Iowa had a really good win against Nebraska, too, in, in their rivalry matchup. It was a last-second field goal, but I'm just going to put that out there as well. I'm going to talk. I'm talking, I mean, dominate. I'm not talking well, about We're going to have plenty of time to argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you better believe I'm going to be a Big Ten homer the entire bowl season. Moving on to the Citrus Bowl, Kentucky and Penn State. Penn State favored by six points, rightfully so. It's the Trace McSor- McSorley show. Penn State covers minus six. Oh my God, you're such a... No, I'm just Go kidding. Ahead. I'm going Penn State minus six. <laughs> Penn State's a better team. Trace McSorley is going to destroy this Kentucky team. Kentucky might score 10 points, and Trace McSorley is going to do that at least by himself. So I'm definitely taking Penn State minus six. Can't wait to go that game either. Next, we have the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. We have... Wait. We have number 11, LSU, minus seven and a half. I've seen this line get as high up to 10 when it was rumored that neither Devin White or Greedy Williams aren't playing. Devin White saying he's playing, and you could see money jumping on on UCF. Um, UCF comes in this game with the nation's longest winning streak. God, I've been back and forth on this. I'm going to have to do deeper analysis to give you my final pick, but now, as it stands, I am on UCF plus 7.5. Minus 7.5. You're going with... UCF or LSU? UCF. Okay. Or I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, plus. I'm I'm going with UCF as well. Uh, I'm kind of with you here that I, I can't wait to talk about this game over the next couple weeks here and see where the line moves and, and see what, what players are in here. But as of right now, man, I'm, can they really do it? Can they really go undefeated two seasons in a row? I do not think they will win the game. 
But can they keep it close? I but guess is going to be the question. I, think I mean, they that's can what keep we it that's close. what we argued last year, right? I, I think the Auburn against, uh, the line against Auburn was nine and a half, I believe. Yeah, and we all believed that they would keep it close. Not only did they keep it close, they won the game. I think that LSU's offense is not good, it's and not. UCF's defense is turning on the right. Last game was a fluke. They let up a lot of big plays, but UCF defense is playing better for what and they normally. I'm not going to get burned by UCF two two times in a row. Heck no, man. Listen, and I just want to give you one quick update, Miles. I do. I've been doing the opposite of you when my dominant team destroys my conference foes, and I can see which ones are weak and which ones are strong. I do the smart thing and bet against them. Sorry, just had to say that. That's all right. What's the next bowl we got? Let's see what happens here. The Rose Bowl, the Pac-12 champions, the Big Ten champions. <laughs> Urban Meyer's final game as an Ohio State Buckeye. <laughs> Buckeye's favorite by six and a half. No way in hell I'm going against Dwayne Haskins and the Buckeyes here. <gasps> Is this line a joke? <laughs> Washington couldn't even score a defensive, I mean, a touch, an offensive touchdown last game. Well, you better believe I'm going with Dwayne Haskins, his final game at Ohio State, and they better not draft him, Tampa Bay. You better not draft him. I'm telling you right now, we got a quarterback. Let's finish it off. Next, we got the Sugar Bowl, a game that no one is as excited for as nobody. Boo. Terrible matchup, in my opinion, at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. We got number 15, Texas, versus number 5, Georgia. Georgia's 11-point favorite, and I think Georgia wins the game by 30 points or more. 30 or more points. Wow. I'm seeing a 45-10 to 10 game. Wow. Uh, I'm taking Texas plus 11 because of the opposite. I don't think that Georgia... Uh, is going to be excited to play in this football game. I think that they're just too used to playing in the playoff, playing Alabama. I think they should have been in the playoff. I think, and I think Texas uh, under Tom Herman here. I just think they have a little bit more momentum. I think that you, you, you. I think so. This is a, this is a little bit of insight from me having Kirby as my coach. Kirby wants to kill everyone. Sure. He he. They're going to have something to play for. Fromm's have something to play for. That defense. And you know the you know what's great is Kirby Smart is going to use this game as a. Told you we should have been in. Well, it's it's their chance to go out there and, and prove it. Not like an Auburn. Like like Auburn's offense was nothing like this running attack here. They'd carry on Johnson, but that was it. All right, real quick, uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Just right now, what's your national championship prediction? God, this is gonna be so cliche, but I got Alabama versus Clemson. I mean, I think that's what it's destined to be, right? Yeah. And I got Alabama. Even the public has Alabama. And it's hard to go against Alabama after they showed the grit last game. And I'm really excited. You know, if Clemson beats Alabama, I, I won't be too distraught because we won the national championship last year. I'm excited to see how true freshman Trevor Lawrence does against Alabama's pass defense because Georgia has an amazing and always has an amazing offensive line. Even getting two of the top recruits last season to beef up that offensive line. Clemson's offensive line is not as good, and I want to see what they're going to do when we shut ETN down. Because Etienne is the difference maker in that Clemson offense, and he will not be running all over Alabama. No one runs all over Alabama. On the other side, I think that uh, Tua showed a little of chinks in the armor. Well, well, be fair. Be fair. He got early. He got hurt early in the beginning of the game. He did, and played hurt, and then got hurt again. I think it's natural to to suck when you play hurt. But is he going to be a hundred percent? Listen, in time. Stop it. Listen. If you say that one more time, I will never do this podcasting because I'm going to cry. The surgery that Tua got, this uh-huh. is not me being mad. This is me being frustrated. The surgery that sure. Tua got, Jalen Hurts got. In the time that Tua has to get ready for practice, Jalen Hurts couldn't even jog. But we know he's a competitor. We know he's going to go out there if he's even a little bit ready. And we also saw that Jalen can uh, come in there and, and make some magic. Jalen got a new quarterback coach this year. And uh, all season long, he's been proving it. Who do you have? 
With all that said, I've got Bama and Clemson in the national championship game. I think we're destined to see, uh, what is it, part four or part five? Part four. Part four. Part three in the national championship game. God. And, Brad, I, I just had this gut feeling that Clemson is going to pull this thing out and that at the end of the year, they're going to be standing on top of the mountain as national champions. They did not have as tough, an, no one had as tough an opponent as Bama in that SEC title game. Georgia is the real deal. But they showed me enough weaknesses that I think Clemson can exploit. You know, I think we're going to see that play out. I love those ROI shirts that Clemson has. And I swear to God, public media, why did you why do you do things like this? Why do you give people sayings that literally fuel them every game? Since they started saying it was Alabama and the rest of y'all, Clemson made shirts and they've been destroying people. We don't want them to have any type of motivation like that. God. And I think it would be something else to see Trevor Lawrence win this thing as a true freshman. And to think that Clemson has this kid for two more seasons after this, I don't think Bama, Clemson, Georgia are going anywhere. No, it's scary. These I, offenses are scary. Yeah, so I, I think that we're, we're really seeing a really interesting time, I think, in college football right now where we've always had these dominant programs, yeah. right? And I'm talking about before Bama. Yes. You know, we, we had the Ohio States and we had the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, don't say before Bama, you mean before current Bama. Before, okay, yes. Yeah, because we had our before we this, had our three years, four years of bad, but be, then we were dominant again before then. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Okay, maybe 10 years. Yeah, a little bit longer. <laughs> I, I'm just saying growing up, Alabama was not a talented team that I was watching. Uh, they were never in the big games. Anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. I'm saying before this dynasty. I see you giving me that look. I'm saying before <laughs> the current Nick Saban dynasty. Yes. But right now, I, I honestly feel like it's almost like this playoff system has created um, an avenue where these programs can be even more dominant. Yeah, all they got to do is get in. Yeah, and then prove how dominant they are. Yep. So, you know, I, I hear a lot of "quote unquote" casual college football fans upset that it's not different teams every year. They don't understand. They don't understand that, that this is how the game works. This is, it, 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 but it also it, it makes those stories when you have a program like Washington State. Yes. Who made that run this year? It makes those stories even more special. It makes Notre Dame story even They're in. Better. Someone new. Someone There's new. Always new. There you go. It's not going to be a, a, a group of 5 team. Yes. It's never going to happen. Never. The committee proved this year that that, that they, they are in a different league. Yes. The group of 5 are different. So that is going to have to change. But as it stands right now, I'm excited to see Bama, Clemson, Georgia, hopefully Ohio State duke it out to get into the playoff, get there, and then give us these great championship moments. You know, I just got to give it up for what happened last night. You say Alabama is here to stay. They are definitely are. Last night, Tua's little brother, Tolia, lit up the competition in the state championship. And you know what's crazy? I'm so glad that he that he literally goes to Thompson. They played Central, who is literally so close to Tuscaloosa. It was an all Tuscaloosa turnout, and oh my God, I have people blowing up my phone about a high school football game because they were there watching it. I'm like, God, this is crazy, but congratulations, little little tag of Viola. I think, I just have to get this statement out. I think that Notre Dame is the Michigan State, is the Washington of this year. The pretender. The pretender. I think they are going to get destroyed by Clemson. So I have to say, guys, be sure to make your bets. Uh, good luck. Stay tuned because we're going to have a lot to talk about. Be sure to download this podcast and uh, keep following us. Good luck.